With MailChimp, you get a whole lot more than a URL. You get an all-in-one marketing platform to help drive sales. That means you can connect your data to make more informed, smarter decisions. And you get powerful automation tools like our customer journey builder to ensure you never miss an opportunity to turn shoppers into loyal customers. So if you're ready to integrate your marketing and boost sales, get started today at MailChimp.com slash smart marketing. MailChimp, built for growing businesses. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. That long day behind you, good times lie ahead. With company worth keeping, that'll bash a smile on your head. Come on in, the doors open, you'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and letting our stories your ear. Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern. Here you're always welcome. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Promising beer and bed love. The talk. Tavern. Music, medicine, then some The talk, 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 the tavern The song's over Here we come Welcome to the tavern We'll get to the topic and discussion in just a moment Just want to let everybody know This is an adult show with adult topics, adult humor And in other words, uh, we drink, we smoke, we swear And we laugh at things we probably shouldn't But we do it together for those listening to the podcast, we record the podcast on our live stream at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern. can have a live interactive chat audience. You might hear the sound of the bell, and that means I want to interrupt somebody to read a question or comment. For those on the live stream, we won't read off everything you put in chat, but we'll try to get to the most relevant or the most amusing, but hopefully some combination of the both. Now, while we introduce ourselves, go ahead and let us know what your vices are tonight. While you guys type your vices in there, tell us what you're drinking, smoking, imbibing, or relaxing with. Um, introduce myself. I'm uh, Travis Isivart, author of a great series such as Steampunk for Simpletons and other steampunk-related books. And tonight, my vices are uh, Kraken and Coke Zero. I'm going with that. Definitely need to relax. It's been a hell of a week. And um, I might light a pipe. Probably with some autumn evening so Andrea can smell breakfast. Andrea, are you ready to introduce yourself? Sure. Andrea LaChat here. Um, I have my knitting, which this is almost done. Um, let's see. I have... I actually am going to drink some alcohol tonight. I have some Parrot Bay Pineapple. Just a little bit. Mm. Now, are you going to mix it or just drink it straight? I'm just going to drink it because I am not getting up to get anything. Now, do you have the other one there? The other Parrot Bay? Andrea? I'm, I'm just curious. What was the <laughs> other one? Was it like mango? And I'm curious how they would taste together. It's like a strawberry. The other kind we had before was like a strawberry or something. Okay. Okay. What about you, Ed? I am drinking. What am I drinking? Uh, uh, Jameson Castmate. Oh, At least that's, that's what's in this glass because the bar is looking a little thin. I haven't replenished in over a year, so I got corners of everything. So God knows what all I'm going to be drinking before the evening's over. And just little dribs and drabs and drams. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we can get to the Deer Tavern segment of the show here. Yeah, we can. Let me adjust. Because we got advice. We got shit to tell y'all. We do, and we got folks who are sending in questions now, which is kind of fun. Because um, who doesn't want to give their opinion to something? So, the, hold on. The cat suddenly needs out of executive washroom. Talks amongst yourselves. I'll be back in eight <laughs> seconds. All right. Well, I'm going to talk. So oh, what talk to what me. happened was, um, I'm on my way back. 
from the grocery store and we have to start the show and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to have time to cook. So let me stop and make that. Okay, cool. I have all the change in the bottom of my purse and I count it. See what I have. Okay, I have enough for this. So I give him my order. They tell me it's $4.74. Cool. I have that change in my hand. Exact. Because You dropped it. Hmm? You dropped it. No. Oh. I get up to the window and I'm like, I have exact change, ma'am. Here you go. And I started to dump it in her hand. She gets some and then she pulls her hand in the window, closes the window, doesn't look at me again. And I'm standing there. Or, or I'm there with my hand out the window with the rest of the money in my hand just staring at her. Waiting for her to give me eye contact, look at anything. I think she's counting. She's going to turn and get the rest of the money. Um, She puts it in the till. She close it she goes to hand me the receipt i'm like would you like the rest of this mm. she gets huffy and she's like i need a manager to open the drawer the lady didn't give me all of her money mm. okay mm. so i just stand there Mm-mm. did you go samuel jackson on her ass nope i oh. just sat there and stared because no so i could have just drove off after giving her 74 cents. I could have got all my food for 74 cents, but I did not. She just took 74. It wasn't even like half the money. It was 74 cents. No, I had the money in my hand and I gave her, I dumped some in her hand and she quickly took it, closed the window. I don't know if you heard that part. Yeah, I did. I I heard it all. I'm just like, I thought she was counting Okay. And she was going to turn back and get the rest because it was a lot of change. And well, I'm just, I'm just wondering, how do you get seventy four cents and think that's four dollars seventy four cents? I, I don't care if you're paying in pennies. It's a handful of change. Okay. So new math. Here's the thing. This is why I told you I'm going to tell this story on air because I have a question. What the fuck, people? Does nobody know how to count and change? Do they just blindly go about their business? Because everybody's using card. So I think I mm-hmm. stumped this woman by using cash. Yeah, common core man. What the fuck? No. But me being me, I couldn't just drive off and not give her all the money. Now, let me try to balance this for you. Then we'll answer your question of what the fuck, which really wide open right there. But, uh, <laughs> One of the women I work with told me a similar story. She went through, I think, Taco Bell or something. And the person said, I think it was $4.74. And the woman I work with, exact change, cash. Would you like butter on that, sir? <laughs> More than art, good to see you. Give me a second, I'll read that stuff off. Um, and And she counts out $3.74 and hands it to the guy who then closes the window and then Anita like I'm sorry the woman I work with realizes uh oh wait I shorted the guy a dollar hold on and she like waves a dollar and he opens the window and she's like I'm so sorry I just spaced out I handed you the wrong amount here's the other dollar and he's like oh I was just gonna pay it for you and she's like what and then it took a while to get her food, and this guy was all apologetic and nice. I'm so sorry you have to wait. And Anita was amazed in the other direction. She's like, what a super nice human being. Well, here's the thing. He actually counted the money. Right. Right. He did his job and counted the money. Right. And by the way, I'm going to read some comments here. Uh, Maria says, as a former cashier, I can say that we are supposed to know how to do change in basic math, but sadly, a lot of my coworkers could not. More art than time. Hey, Ray, how are you? Good to see you. I'm sorry. I just read the screen name. Totally forgot it was you. Uh, Ray says, I came in late to this, but fast food workers are not paid enough to care about anything? Question mark. Uh, Fast food workers are now getting $12 to $15 an hour. Yeah, more than me. Yeah. No, they make more than me, and I'm like, yeah, it's I'm I'm seeing all kinds of chains around here that are because they're short on people. People aren't going for jobs right now. Um, now this we're go ahead, Andrea. 
it, it doesn't matter. Don't get upset that I did not hand you that I was setting. You know, my, my issue was I'm sitting there and she closed the window. On right. Me. That's my issue. Anyway, um, I'm done. So uh, I'll read the other comments in just a moment here, folks. But yeah, they're hiring at twelve to fifteen dollars, and they are so short of employees now they can't even open their dining rooms across the U.S. Right. and I'm sure other places too, um, because though in the U.S. the extra unemployment has gone, regular unemployment is still rolling. They haven't used their I don't know six months, eighteen months. I don't even know what people get, but I know they extended that longer. It takes five months for them to get it to you. <laughs> So a couple of comments here, if I may. Zazzle, stop leaning on my goddamn keyboard, woman. Really? Hold on. She leaned on control, and it turned my words huge. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Good going, Zazzle. That's the way it works. Oh, we didn't do an opening toast. Oh, we Here's need to. Zazzle, making it huge. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. Here's to making it huge which is something I think we'd all like to do in one sense or another. Hmm. Okay, thank you, Andrea, for reminding of that. Oh, my God. Hold on. i got to get my screen back to a normal size here. So, it's pineapple -y. Uh, What's that? It's pineapple-y. <laughs> Trin says, I know how to use change, but that lady seemed rude as fuck. Maria says, also a good point. Uh, Ray, also a good point. If you're working for a chain... Why would someone making minimum wage give a fuck if a billion-dollar company is a short a few bucks? Ray says, I mean, when I worked at McDonald's, I gave it up my all and even gave two weeks' notice, but I was a naive college student. Maria says, I did the same yeah. when working for Loblaws. It's a Nova Scotia thing, folks. Not the two weeks, though, because everyone scrambled to pick up hours there. I knew there would be no issue finding replacement. So here, Ray, I would say you were just raised right. That's all. I mean, that's what you do. If you take a job, you do it. You know? Well, don't employees, if they're, they come up short all the time, don't they have to pay that? Don't they get the repercussions? I know when I worked fast food and the drawer was short, we can get in trouble. But normally it was, it, it's okay if it's within 10 cents, but... At one point in time, yes, but now maybe they're Probably a little gone. more lenient because they just need warm bodies mm -hmm. to operate. Ed, you can mm -hmm. speak to that in your business where just they'll show up. I guess that's good enough today. Absolutely. I mean, our, our policy is three times late, you're gone. I've got people that's been late nine times, and I keep tolerating them because I'm already short two people. So right. what the fuck am I going to do? You right. know? They know it. They know it. Got That's you over sad. a barrel. Um, so. That's interesting. Um, Maria says, nope, not anymore. When it was all done, when it was all done cash, they would have to, they would have to, but when they count the till now, they have zero clue if you're short or not. Um, and Ray says, "Oh yeah, everything is cards. Everybody uses plastic or credit right. now." But you could still balance that checkbook. Does anybody know what a checkbook is anymore? Am I What's dating that? myself here? <laughs> um, you could still balance that balance sheet, if you will. How about that? Uh, yeah. He, he, what the fuck is people don't care, and that's that's not new. <laughs> What I think it's a customer service thing, too. I, I, I was in the store with my wife just the other day, and uh, now I've worked retail before, and I'm going through the store. We are looking for something. It is very obvious that we are looking for something. We're going down the aisle. We're looking. Nope, not right there. You know, there's a worker in the aisle. Not only does she not ask, can I help you? She didn't even move the fuck out of the way. Hmm. <laughs> it's a customer service thing today, or lack thereof. Darius, good to see you. Thank you for popping in. The topic is just questions. We're, we're, it's Dear Tavern, so people are asking us questions, and we're answering them. Andrea started out with her own personal story and question of what the fuck. 
Um, so catch up from there. And here's what I'll say about two week notice. Now, Ray, that's great that you've given two weeks notice. But something mm -hmm. I pointed out to other people, if you have a better job or this job is causing you so much stress and agita and anxiety, there is no legal reason in the U.S., which as far as I know across the board, and I could be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, is at-will employment. You can quit in a moment's notice. And if you have something better, there we go. Uh, Darius, no. answer your question. Like any question? I have questions people sent in, but if you have one here, absolutely. Uh, it, yeah. As long as it's, we will judge your goddamn question. <laughs> you're like, how big is my penis? Yeah, we'll take that one. <laughs> but some others I we might not. Huh? I've told yeah. employees that I know are looking for work. You find something better, give me as much notice as you can. That's if it's just a fucking day. Give me a day, okay? But, you know, I appreciate two weeks, but hey, if you find something better, well, you can't fault anybody for that. Here's the thing. Employers will not give you any fucking notice. That's my logic. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if they don't give you the courtesy, why give them? Yeah. Right. You know, oh, why shit. is it a one-way street there? Sorry. Okay. Now, Darius asked a question here. I'm going to throw it in front of us here. Are we done with this? We good with this? People are lazy little bastards, and that's that. It, Darius says, do you nobody think... Nobody knows how to change, yes. <laughs> do you think blockchain technology is going to be used in creative industry like storytelling, filmmaking, podcasts, etc.? I will tell you right now, if you want to give me some Bitcoin, I will give you a way to give it to me as a person who operates what, a podcast. What's that? What was the first part of that? Let me reread the if question. It, what technology? Do you think blockchain technology is going to be used in creative industries like storytelling, filmmaking, and podcast? Blockchain is stuff like Bitcoin. It's cryptocurrency. Does that help? Okay. No, I don't understand the question. So if people get paid in that, is right. that going to change it? What is it? Yes. Well, do you think, you know, we'll eventually use cryptocurrency? such as Bitcoin. And I other know. <laughs> it's one of those things. If it if it's money that is spendable, people will find a way to take it. Uh, okay. Um, I don't understand what the question was. Can, can you so pay are for you saying if people in entertainment are getting paid in Bitcoin, will that change technology? Is that what the... No, no. Will people in creative... Oh things such as entertainment except bitcoin is payment or cryptocurrency I think, that on the, mm -hmm. I think that depends on the individual as an overall who knows but <laughs> darius says see it more as a crowdfunding instead of paying the bottom line if i can flip it around and turn it into something i can spend and by the way there are places that are now starting to accept blockchain technology cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. Now, Bitcoin is a specific one, like a U.S. dollar versus anybody else's base currency. Um, just to, yeah, Andrea? We accept PayPal. Because <laughs> we're in the 90s still. Uh, <laughs> but also, I have Cash App, and you can pay Cash App in Bitcoin. And I, then you can transfer that to your bank account? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If it can transfer to my bank account, I'll accept it. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If if we could take that and flip it around and put it in my bank account so I can go buy groceries with it or pay my electric bill, apps a fucking lootly. Mm -hmm. And I think that'll go across the board. Now, is it easy yet? No, it's not easy yet. But remember, 20, 30 years ago, People wrote checks every damn day. Now you see them on occasion. Rare occasions. Um, I see them. And even with credit cards, you know, we've gone from the chunk chunkers. And if you don't know what that is, then you're younger than me. And that's okay. To swiping it to the chip to just tapping. 
You're just tapping. Yeah, right. I love that. I love to tap on something every now and then. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Tap it in. See, Ray says, I used to have a chichunker. Yeah, I did that when I worked at gas stations. Daria says, I likes how a question about funding has turned into all of you plugging various ways to send you money. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying there's... <laughs> you like that? You're welcome. I, I'm taking it from a personal view of if somebody's like, hey, I want to give you money, but I only have Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. Well, I, have, I spend it. If right. I can't spend it. It's I, I can pull up my apps here and, you know, I have Chime, I have Robinhood, I have Cash App. So if you can accept it, then absolutely. And as time goes on, maybe the basis of your question is, will cryptocurrency, blockchain technology, become stable enough and widely acceptable enough that anybody will take it? So... I, I think eventually that'll be the standard where if you have paper money or if you have a credit card, that's going to be like today's check. Right. Because look at all the sci-fi movies. <laughs> they don't have like cash. They have what's essentially Bitcoin. Uh, Darius has clarified going, I know, bro. I think I'm asking quite a complex question about a technology that's not fully understood, especially by myself. And across the board, obviously, we're showing confusion right here. What the hell you ask us for then? <laughs> but how many people understand how the technology behind 90% of what's in our phone works? Hell, even a regular oh, fucking yeah. phone. When it comes to a cell phone, how many people understand well, how that tech works? But we trust it now because it's been around long enough. Look at the 90s, okay? Look at the 90s when cell phones first came out. A few people had them. <laughs> now everybody has them. Yeah, yeah. So just think of it like, yeah, it'll be kind of the same thing. Oh, and, my And if God. you remember about 10 years ago, everybody was paranoid about everybody listening into your calls. And now it's kind of faded, hasn't it? Nobody's really Yeah, terrible. and everybody well, now, is listening into your calls now. Well, everybody's putting everything online and they have their Alexas and their series and that shit's listening all the fucking time. It is. I saw a news article recently about somebody who found all the files, the sound files that their listening device has collected. I just, I saw that too. Yeah, it was. Uh... Yeah, and I'm just thinking, oh my God, it's just me singing to the cats when nobody's home. This is <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, I... I don't know if they can really hold that against you in a court of law, just, you know, on a stage. Um, no, but, you know, they're all listening like, oh, my God, what is it? This is fun. Okay, I'm going to read I'm going to read a few comments here, if I may. Darius says, because I know Travis from his writing stream, etc., and I've seen some crazy NFT projects. I'm not going to bother to find what NFT is right now around writing and filmmaking that look like game changers for those industries. And uh, uh, Maria says, no, nah, we just accept that everything is being recorded because what can we do? And that's a fair statement. It's, My life's uh, boring. Nobody cares. And, and then Trin says, I honestly don't know anything about Bitcoin or cryptocurrency at all. So if that becomes the new norm, then I'm kind of worried. Now, fun fact, Trin is very young, like 30 years younger than myself. I thought she was going to bed already. <laughs> oh, it's she an interesting us. topic. And we got a raid coming in. I want to say hello to the Raiders. Haley, how are you? Good to see you. It's hope your stream went well. And for anybody listening to the podcast at this point in time, because we are live streaming this, we have things such as this. I appreciate that, Haley. It's what a, up, Haley? For everybody who's joining that raid, host, whether it's one person Haley. or a thousand. And uh, yeah, let's raise a glass right here to Haley. Haley is awesome. There we go. Here's to you, Haley. Raise our glasses to you. So, to wrap up this question, I'll start. If I can convert whatever somebody gives me into something I can spend, I will accept it. Andrea, add any further stuff? Nothing different from that. That's the bottom line for me, too. Can I spend it? If I can spend it, I'll take it. 
She's silent. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. Oh. There we go. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Haley, <clears throat> you go feel better. Hang out if you want and lurk and jump in if it gets interesting. I'm going to read the, the first question that was sent in to us here, and we're going to give advice opinion. And you guys can ask other questions or even jump in on the advice part of things. Mm, excuse me. You telling so, me you know? Oh no, no, the chat. Yeah. Okay. Uh -oh. Oh, we might give advice. What's that? Carrying on, moving forward. Dear Tavern, there are so many things I want to do in life, but I'm afraid of so many things. Not even the things I want to do, though some of those too. How do I get over that fear? I think they're basically asking if you're scared of something you want to do, what do you do? I, I know. I, I just watched Star Trek Generations today, so I know what to do. Remove the emotion chip. Oh, you know, I have thought about this in sci-fi. In sci-fi, we love to go, oh, computers have taken over, or the emotionless people have taken over. And at the end of that sci-fi book or movie, they're like, emotion saves the day. And I'm like, if we can remove <laughs> emotion from politics and economics, what a different world this yeah. would be. Yes. Don't expect that anytime soon. Ed, Maria says, or Ed, we could throw the red shirt out first and see if they make it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm wearing a red shirt. God damn it, Maria. I was just thrown under the shuttle bus. So, yeah. I understand this question. Okay. Do it anyway. Within Ooh. reason. Now, if if it's life-threatening or something, you, you, but if you're just scared because it's something new, do it anyway. Yeah, I, I, I understand this. That's why I've done so many things. Because, yeah, yes, Ed. I think I need to have more info of what exactly you're afraid of. Other than that, I would agree with Andrea. Do it anyway. You know, unless you know. Well, we won't go there. Trin says, "I have a fear of doing stuff still in my life." What I do is I just do it. I force myself to do what I want to do, whether people judge me for it or not. I don't think about it. I just do it. And that's really a key because that's what a lot of people are worried about. What will other people think? Mm -hmm. This is where a lot of the fear comes from. It's not bungee jumping will I get hurt. It's, you know, do I ask this person out? What will other people think? Yes, Andrew, I see you grinning. Mm hmm I'm like, with bunch of jumping, yeah, I, I'm afraid I'm going to smack the ground. So <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> Maria uh, clarifies what Andrea says. If you're scared of going free diving with sharks, that's a legit fear. But scared of putting yourself or your work out there, make the jump. And Ray says, maybe if you ask yourself the specifics of what you're afraid of, you can de deconstruct that fear. That's reasonable also. If you break a large thing, a very overwhelming thing, into smaller pieces, you find you can get past them in smaller steps instead of making one huge leap. Okay, so I guess what we're basically saying is if you're afraid of something... Thank you for those bits there, Ed. Appreciate that. It's, uh, it's underscore just underscore a underscore not cheered. X300. Sorry, computer was talking, telling us about it and his big old bit. Um, so, yeah, if you're afraid of something, if you could break it down into smaller chunks, it's easier to get past it and get over it. But if it's actually life or limb threatening, maybe don't do it. Is that about cover it? Mm-hmm. Mm okay. Anybody else have any other advice for <laughs> how do you get over that fear? I don't know if you ever actually get over the fear itself. You just accept the fear and move forward anyway. Like Nike says, just do it. 
that is a actually a three words of immense wisdom right there. You know, whether it's going quitting your job and getting the other job or asking somebody out or trying the uh for 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided exceptional care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to give children and healthcare heroes a reason to believe this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. New restaurant, whatever it is. Now, if you have a fear of heights and somebody says, let's go climb El Capitan, um, uh, just say no. No, that's all right. Unless it's you really right. want to do it. Right. Then that's then a different story. Yeah. If you want to do it. Yeah. Uh, something else I found is uh, stop looking at the big picture and just look at that next step in front of you. Because um, a lot of times our fears come from living in what could be and looking at the whole thing. It, it is hard to get out of your comfort zone. I mean, I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but you guys, I know I've talked to you, Travis and Andrew, about it. Um, we're selling our house, and mm -hmm. we're going to buy a piece of property and do the off-the-grid thing. And it's something Teresa wanted to do, and I'm looking at her like she was fucking crazy. I was like, no, we're not doing that. So then she stewed on it for about two months and she came back to me with a plan. It's like, okay, I can do that now. If you have a plan, it's easier to get over that fear. That's true. That's true. And also there's a big difference between we're going off the grid or we're creating the ability to be off the grid, mm -hmm. which I don't know what your plan is. But I would guess it, it's somewhere in between where you are now and being totally off the grid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I for myself wouldn't mind having a well and city water. That way if city water ever collapses. Though I do want to ask you, Ed, if I had my own well, th those wells at parks we where we go. We well. Huh? We do. But we have yeah. an elect, we need electricity for it to work. You can, you can drop a, you can drop a pump on top of your well cap that has the old fashioned cranky thing on right. it. And you can still get water. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to talk about and ask about. And <gasps> what, Andrea? It would be so cool. And then we need a bucket without a hole in it. <laughs> Dear Liza. <laughs> okay. We got more on this. Anything to wrap it up? See, that's where I went to, Travis. <laughs> Yeah, we always well, do. Okay, well, this question, the next question kind of relates. Uh, yeah, Maria, when it comes to running water and flushing toilets, here's a fun fact. If you have a well, if you fill the back of the toilet with water from the well, you can still flush it. You can still flush it. And, uh, but your bidet will not work. <laughs> <laughs> Where there's a well, there's a way. Mm. <laughs> oh, more power. Yeah, and as for electricity with solar panels. But anyhow, that I think I feel that feels like well, a whole show. So, yeah. Okay. So I saw a bidet thing that requires no electricity. I guess it's for camping or some shit. It's got like a little pump. Mm -hmm. Like an air pump, like mm -hmm. a bellows? Just a little thing, so you, I don't know how it works, but yeah, you, you can have a bidet without electricity. Because <laughs> I know you and Ed. Well, that's another thing. Off the grid now, people can have electricity with solar or mm -hmm. wind or whatever else. And you can actually have your own buffer that stores electricity that could be used. And I don't know how that all works. I just know it's out there. Mm -hmm. Now, will that exist for 20 years being off the grid? No, probably not. You're probably going to just have this like adjustment time where you go back to more pioneer days and less modern conveniences. So. Okay. Next question. Question. Dear Tavern. And like I said, this one kind of relates. Dear Tavern. People say to live life to its fullest. How do you do that? Do you know anyone who is doing it? 
Wow, that's one of those deep questions. That's a deep philosophical question. Well, let's hit what it. is living life to its fullest? What is that really? See, and that's what I was going to start I, with. Go ahead, Andrea. Oh, sorry. I think it's different for each person. Right. That is an individual thing. And have I seen people do that? Absolutely. Were they big drug addicts? Absolutely. <laughs> sorry, I'm answering a question in chat. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It, it, it's fun right. fact. I've, uh, I forgot the email address. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You want email or put them here? I think it's, uh, well, you, if you have something right this second, Ray, you could definitely drop it here. But otherwise, it's talkofthetavernshow at gmail.com. If you guys want to submit a question for a future show, talkofthetavernshow at gmail.com. See, and Maria says, I feel as though as long as you are happy, then you can live a full life without having lived a bunch of adventures or visited a bunch of places. And yes, this is why it's individual. This is why, what is your definition of living life to the fullest? Yeah. Is it mm -hmm. jumping out of a plane and, you know, hitchhiking? Not with my bad knees. I'm sorry? Not with my bad knees. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, skydiving has become less inviting to me as, like, my knees are like, <laughs> hold on while I give you problems with stairs. So, yeah. well, here, I have a story about that. I, I did speak with someone, and she said for her husband's 50th birthday, they went skydiving. Mm -hmm. Hey, Travis. How were your knees during that? That's my whole thing. Testies, testies. <laughs> okay, I don't hear it now. I, I muted my mic for a second, hoping it kicks it out. Um, Maria also says, I'm happy in my small town. I don't need to do anything that people would find exciting. I'm perfectly happy with my house, my dog, the kid, and some books to read and the ability to write. Uh, Marlene, by the way, Marlene, good to see you. Thank you for dropping in. I saw you pop in earlier. Sorry I didn't say something sooner. Marlene says, if you're satisfied... <clears throat> satisfied on your deathbed you have reached that fulfillment and that is absolutely true yes 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 that that is that is what i try to live my life by when when i'm lying on my deathbed i i want to regret things i've done versus things i did not do that is absolutely true Now, Ray says, I do feel like the people who say those kind of platitudes sometimes do it from a place of privilege, too. Which kind of platitudes do you mean, Ray? Something we've said in specific or? Live life to the fullest. Oh, there is that, too. Yeah, it's a full life is when you, whether you're laying down on your deathbed or just your nightbed, when you go, it was a good day. I'm okay. Hmm. It's it doesn't have to be those constant peaks, Andrea. I was gonna say because it just depends on what your definition of living life to the fullest is. Where mine was like time with family rather than working so much to get that money to get that next thing. Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of things because whatever. I'd rather have time than the money, which kind of sucks when bill time comes around. But you know. I was there when my kid was growing up, so I was able to watch him grow up, unlike some people that are working all the time and their kids are raised by someone else. You know, it just, I guess it depends. It doesn't have to be money. Okay, and I like what's going on in chat right now. Ray has clarified <laughs> people who are struggling to buy food aren't able to have time and money to do fun things they want. Marlene responds, but fun things aren't just made with money. Many people who never knew modern riches lived much more fulfilled. And Ray says fun things do require time, and they do. Um, it's, th this is that fine line. 
um, Andrew and I both work, and Ed, we all work our day jobs, and we have limited time for fun things. But mm-hmm. Ed loves to go camping, and he has collected quite the amount of stuff to go camping, and this is how he finds fulfillments. I find fulfillment yeah. in writing and creating and 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 this sort of stuff. Um, other people find fulfillment in going to school and getting degrees, which mm-hmm. some people would say costs money. Other people would point out, and that's a whole other argument that you can get grant, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, yeah, and Ray, that's a fair point. I've been in situations where I was working so much just to make enough to get by that I had no free time. Mm-hmm. And this is why... Right. Realizing the small things can still be fulfilling as opposed to that trip to a different country or a cruise or Disney World or buying Mm -hmm. that new TV or that really expensive car. At the end of your days, it's the memories, not the items. So with what time you do have, it's... See, and Ray, that or Marlene, I'm sorry. Marlene says, people who farm in very rural places also work all day just to, li- just to life, just to self-sustain. That's all their life is, and they're very fulfilled. Here's what I'll tell you. From what I've seen from human nature, accomplishing something creates fulfillment. Fulfillment, yeah. Now, that might be... So, yeah, Andrea? No, go ahead. Okay, hold your thought, though. Don't lose it. Going to work on a farm, you feel accomplished. I got enough food. I did this hard work. My family is eating. They're healthy or whatever. Um, Often living in suburban or urban areas, you don't get that kind of fulfillment. Going to work Mm -hmm. for somebody else to make them money, it's hard to find that fulfillment. I -hmm. call it soul-sucking. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's other ways of somebody who's on a limited budget that I have to find ways to be fulfilled. Now, a lot of people in our modern world get false fulfillment through, I binge-watched this on the latest streaming service. I played this video game and got this new level. And that's a false fulfillment quite often. Now, for somebody, I'm sure it's it's absolutely fulfilling. Um, Oh. Before you go to that, Andrea, and I want to add to what you said, Travis, mm-hmm. on a personal mm-hmm. level. But Andrea, you had something to say. Well, going along with the farmers thing, um, I don't have a lot of money, but I do have time, and just the little bit of money I spend on the seeds and tending to the seeds and watching them grow into things that, like the pumpkins, the flowers, the vegetables, or the stuff we eat. That's very fulfilling in many ways. So I understand the whole farmer because they watch things grow and come to fruition. Now, another comment from Ray. I do feel like in the Western world, I'm sorry, I do feel like we in the Western world live in a society that is not designed for a sense of fulfillment. We capitalism a few replies right. to that. Marlene says, yes, it's all hollow crap. It will not last. It will not be something that you remember into old age. Yeah, that's what right. we're saying. To add to what you were saying, I've worked two jobs that were craft positions. I used to build uh, reproduction lighting, and I used to work for Potomac Leather Company. That Those that have been to Maryland Re- Renaissance Fair, they know who they are. They were the most fulfilling jobs I ever mm-hmm. had in that I could see what was being produced from my labor. Mm-hmm. However, I couldn't live. Mm. So I had to go back here in the other fucking world. Call it starving artist for a reason. Yep. <laughs> I, I think what we're saying is if you change perception and realize the value of the things that you do and create and make, then even in this Western world we live in, Andrea with her garden, me with my writing, Ed, if you look at Ed's house, 
this is largely handmade. <laughs> and he comes home to his fulfillment every day with his wife, with his cast iron skillets and homemade food and canning. Um, yeah, it, it's an age-old thing that some people don't get. It's the small things. It's the things you do for your life that create that fulfillment. It's not a big goal, though a lot of these small things can lead to a larger goal. Yeah, I won't stop writing, even though I'm not making a living on it, because I just get so much out of it. It has a personal, intricate value to it. But yeah, it's not an easy question. And as Ed or Andrea, I think it was Ed, in the very beginning said, it's very individualistic. And you have to kind of figure it out on your own. The comment, Ed? That was her. <laughs> Marlene says, also, you have to find what creates your inner peace. Mm. There are people who find their fulfillment in lifelong service, nuns, professional old-fashioned butlers. Some people devote to their family in that way. That's very true, too. Um, I've seen Downton Abbey. I understand that. This is part of the reason why I stream and create podcasts. It's it's not a financial financial lucrative thing. Matter of fact, I'm losing money every right. time I do it. But I give something back to to others, and it, it is a service. Writing is a service. Yes, you get that. I created something, but you also I gave something to somebody else to enjoy, and that does have value. And Here's a general thing that could be argued, but uh, I think a lot of people who are just selfish and do it only for themselves never really find a lot of fulfillment in their life. Yeah. We have time for one more question, if we make it quick. You guys got any closing thoughts on that? No, we're good. I'm good. Although half of me has disappeared, but... I know. If you're half a man you um, Now, we have a couple questions about kids here, but we'll hit at least one of them right now. Uh, Dear Tavern, my kid is upset about popular kids at school. They keep asking me why they are popular. Why do you think they're popular? Now, we mm. could translate this to adult life, too. And without even going into movie stars or whatever, you know, it's we know people at work who are popular. Why are they popular? How do you become popular? I don't know, because I'm not popular. Yeah, I, I wasn't a popular kid, kind of, sort of, maybe, I don't know. But you two are very popular here in the tavern. People love it when they see you and when you pop in, whether it's Andrea standing, be, be loud, says Marlene. <laughs> yeah, that's not me, usually. See, Maria says the kids who were popular at my high school had money. Were they paying people to like them, Maria? What were they doing different? I think we all were. I was not popular at all. I was known, but I wasn't popular. Yeah, Andrea? It, yeah, that was me. Okay. So with the money thing, I've seen this piece. Um, so there's someone that everyone knows who they are. Now you're blurry, Ed. <laughs> um, everyone knows who they are. They have money. They can afford things, but people give them things and won't let them pay for it. Mm. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that has to do with anything. It's just an observation. He moved again. I'm still here. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. But maybe that makes them popular because it's like, oh, there's this unattainable saying, let me... I don't know. I don't know how to explain. I don't know. I think unattainable is actually a very good key to what we're looking at right here. When people look at what? others. 
going, there's no way I can be like them, but I want to be like them. They yeah. tend to stare at that person or follow that person or watch that person. And that creates this false identity of popular. Now, there is another type of popular. By the way, let me read Maria's comment. Kinda answering the, you know, did these people buy their friends? I mean, one was a Sobeys kid. And if you were friends with him, you could just go on the Sobeys jet or away for vacation, one of the summer homes. Yeah, that's Maria says I was not his friend. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and Ray says the popular kids in school were mostly in sports. These are things. Yeah, that people, and that's what I'm here thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people see I can never do that. I want to be like that. And yeah, this is why I say there's that two types of popularity. There's these folks we're talking about. There is another type of popular with Ed and Andrea. I mentioned you're popular here on the tavern. You come in, you relax, and you go, I'm me. And I don't, I, I'm not trying to live up to your expectations. I'm not trying to impress you. I'm just doing what I do and having a good time. And that is another kind of popularity that confidence and relaxed in just being yourself because that's unattainable to a lot of people. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's very unattainable to a lot of people. But um, I think that I, I'm not so sure. I've been out of school a long time. Bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure that type of popularity is as recognized. I agree. In school school as later in life i agree it's uh it does come across well, go ahead andrea so now like now in the past few years is popularity in school the same as it was before because do they still have sports do they have anything are people a lot of schools yeah. aren't even in person anymore yeah well, that's an interesting concept mm, yeah, yeah. So, i mean it's I, I just don't understand. I don't know. Now, I want to read a few comments here. Now, just so everybody knows, Marlene, for a living, is a biologist. So these comments follow that. Um, Marlene says, yes, being strong or pretty are just basic biology things. It's popular because it's evolutionarily advantageous. So that's a fair point. <laughs> there is a basic animal instinct for that sort of thing. Um, and Maria says, by the way, Ray did say, um, I was a nerd and did fencing outside of school, which did not count. But later that count. I mean, like people now are like, Oh, you did fencing. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> At least for the three of us, I think we could say we, he, he would be popular in this crowd. That's for damn sure. That's right. <laughs> uh, Maria says people become popular because they have something be it money, specific skill, fashion sense, that other people want, and they believe that by following or idolizing that person, the thing that may be what they want from that person will rub off on them. I also Everybody just wants a, to be like Mike. Right. Hmm. And Maria says, I also just asked a high schooler right now, and she said that the popular kids are the ones with money. Hmm. Marlene adds... Uh, Oh, Ray, I've done fencing, and so has Ed, and I have items here that we could do it with. I would suck. <laughs> it's been a decade and a half since I've lifted one. But anyhow, Marlene says, we follow strong people, so the sports people, to survive. We like cute, and we take care of our babies, and that's why cute pretty also works in the bigger population. This is all, all going back to base instinct. Which I think a lot mm -hmm. of people don't realize we're fucking animals, people. Yeah, we're animals. We are animals. And yeah. don't we, fuck the animals. Yeah, we still have instincts and do some things that it's just instinct, as Marlene is pointing out with the biology angle here. Yeah. So, you know, the pretty chick is going to produce pretty babies for me or vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> Ray says, thanks, Andrea. I was thinking it. Um, Maria says, I used the cardboard rolls from Christmas paper to pretend fence with my siblings. Does that count? 
<laughs> Absolutely. No, because those are lightsabers. Yes. That's right. And those they make the whoop noises. Yeah. Um, so for this question with your kid, there's two ways to go about it. One is to have something that stands out, be that money, which lends its way to fashion, uh, be that some kind of standout ability, whether that's art or sports or whatever. But Would here's like the hardest Marta part. Not, oh, this is interesting. I'm going to read Marlene's comment before I finish my thought here. Marlene says, as for why kids with money are popular, it's mostly because privilege creates calm and kids struggling at home for food, attention, etc. just want that stability and peace. Mm. That's mm -hmm. a confidence. That, that calm is a confidence. You're comfortable with yourself. And that is the hardest thing in life to get in my experience it it's one of those things mm -hmm. i know people 20 years older with than me still struggling with that um and sometimes we have it sometimes we don't but yeah it definitely goes back and forth so i don't know if you can coach your kid to Chill out, relax, be yourself, and be confident in it and stop caring what other people think because that's not something you can tell somebody to do. That's not something you can even teach. That's just something you, I don't know, Ed, one day just decide to have and say fuck it all to whatever anybody else thinks, Andrea? Yeah, I mean, I mean... I you know, Teresa and I have often said, because we're a bit of hippies in our own right, and we said our kids would stay in trouble in school because they'd just be little hippies running around school. You can't tell me to put clothes on. <laughs> so they'd be popular in their own right, probably. Andrew, any closing thoughts on the topic? No. Yeah. Um yeah. Society has leaned towards, lately, empowering your children. Now, empowering has led to entitlement, and that's, that's the extreme. That's mm. going too far because when you go to entitlement, you've given empowerment with no responsibility or repercussions. Right. And that's dangerous. That leads to, well, we've all seen public figures with this and probably people in our personal life who just – Think they're the shit with no reason to think it. There's nothing to back it up. So, yeah, there's no easy answer to this, I think. Okay. Any other thoughts before we wrap up this episode? No. Ed? Nope. Okay, let's go into the outro stuff. I want to thank everybody for joining us. You guys were awesome. Thank you so much for all your input, yeah. thoughts, ideas, questions, and everything else. This is this is the shit, people. You're the shit. Roll out the toilet paper, not the red carpet, because you're the shit. So let's go into that closing stuff, and we will catch you on the next episode. Before we go, I want to remind everyone that you can email us at talkthetavernshow at gmail.com to let us know your thoughts on the show's topic, suggest another topic that you'd like to hear us discuss, or just have us read a message out on air to someone in your life. Thanks for supporting the show by downloading the podcast, sharing it on social media, grabbing some shirt stickers and mugs from bit.ly slash tavern merch, or barware patches and hats from bit.ly slash tavern merch too. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash tavern merch or tavern merch and the number two. Thanks to everyone who joined us live at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern and everyone who supports the tavern by subscribing, hosting, throwing bits, raids, and most of all, commenting. Thanks for joining us in the discussion shenanigans tonight. You are the one thing that makes the show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night.
You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately.